Welcome, everybody, to another episode of M-Class Email. I'm Jeff. And I'm Josh. And I hear you wondering, who the fuck are these two guys? Oh, you, you, you what? You ain't no... <laughs> Trek with your boys. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you track this? Uh, we're the hosts of the show that you're listening to. What are you, dumb? Yeah, dummy. We Get on board. We host another show called M-Class Podcast. We got too many emails one time, so I split it off into its own show. Now and we now do we, another show. And now we do another show where we don't get enough emails. <laughs> Because I'm really fucking smart. And I've tried to get rid of this show twice, but people won't let me. So we're it still doing it. die. We've buried it in the garden and it just comes back it comes back for dinner. It's a fun-ass show to do. I will say that. But it, uh, it really fucks our SEO up, if you know what that is. Oh, yeah. Our CO. Uh, people go searching for M-Class Podcast and they're like, why does this feed have a different show in it? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's th- On this show, we read an email, and it's from you guys, and you send it to us at mclassemail at gmail.com, and it better be fucking good. It can be anything. It can be anything. We talk about ghosts, uh, Sasquatch, Mothman. <laughs> Man, this podcast does end up being a weird, like... Uh, crypto pod, like cryptology podcasts. Yeah, cryptozoology. Like I still, it's like I still think that X-Files. you and I are like weirdly qualified to do one of those paranormal podcasts. Oh, absolutely! Because you don't anybody can do it. <laughs> well, that's true. But like, you believe everything you hear, and I don't believe. That's right. I, I believe hear. every single thing I've ever heard. Constitution. Don't believe it was written. Never happened. <laughs> Man on the moon? Nope. Don't believe it. I have never not believed we went to Cars? The moon. Don't believe it. <laughs> Cars? Never prove, prove, me, prove it to me. Seen a horse? Ain't seen no car. <laughs> <laughs> if you can prove cars to me, fucking do it. <laughs> the movie franchise? Hell yeah. Well, that wouldn't exist. I saw that one at the theater. What After I got off the, the other bus. <laughs> We talked about that the other day. We were talking about the sex in the Cars universe yeah, and how fucked how up fuck. it had to be. Yeah, how the tr- the trunk opens and that's how the it trunk happens. has a vagina in it and the car has yeah. a human penis coming Just out of the bottom. Straight, <laughs> straight up, real human dick. Yeah. Anyway, our first email is from Rado, and it is entitled "Fact or Not Fact." <laughs> okay. Uh, it instructs me to use my best Native American voice. It's okay. I am one. I'm giving you the pass good for one email reading. Nice I'm going to go try. ahead and skip that. Nice uh, try, FBI. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm gonna take that pass and just uh, tuck it right back in your pocket and pat yeah. it and be like, there you go. That's, <laughs> take you. That's for you. That's for you. Uh, it begins... Uh, Okay, I'm not saying that. Just either. say the just <laughs> It begins. Hey, Trexters, Jeff, Josh, and honored dignitaries. This is uh-huh. Rotto. I okay. forgot what my character email narrative was and what I did on the steak and ribs honey lemon restaurant starship. So I'll Who just say, say he died. <laughs> Works for me. That's uh canon now. Yeah. 
I very much liked the Cards and Casinos collection. However, I was disappointed there was no sick Yu-Gi-Oh battles. Yeah. Personally, I think Picard would have run a Royal Magical Library deck with Magical Explosion. I don't know I'm what any pre- of that means. I'm going to pretend I know what that is. Yeah. It's got I can't library it. in it. Picard would be into <laughs> it. <laughs> it's got, like, magic in it. So, Picard, Picard would... loves magic. <laughs> he, he would, like... <laughs> that i just i just had like a picture clear as day in my head of picard as like a birthday magician yeah pulling a rabbit out of his hat or whatever yeah uh anyway okay children i'm going to do some magic uh anyway since star trek actors had gone on to do other projects of course the shows can't last forever so when m-class podcast reaches the exhaustion of star trek television episodes would M-Class Podcast weirdly morph into a factor <laughs> fiction spinoff type show where y'all oh, read Star man. Trek fanfics and debate us, the audience, if it's real Star Trek episode or a total fan fabrication? Oh, I thought we were just going to watch factor fiction and talk it's about it. It's just a factor fiction podcast now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or will you two find host write Tech War 2? I mean, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, so, uh, yeah, all that. We're doing all that, I guess. There are so many episodes of Star Trek. Yeah, there's no way. We could do this for, like, ten more years. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. Like, we've done a hundred episodes at this point, and we've been doing it for since 2016. Yeah. And there are 700 and some episodes of Star Trek, the classic yeah. series, not even including the stuff we don't watch. Not even all the new stuff, yeah. Uh, so I think we can do this for a very, very long time. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be in our 90s. Not to mention that like, I have a built-in fail-safe at the beginning of the episode where I say a piece of Star Trek media. Oh, so smart. So we could do books, comics, video games, yeah. whatever the fuck we want. Take that, lawyers. <laughs> yeah, take that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Put that in your shit and fuck you. Put that up your ass and poop it. Poop it out, you dick shit. There's a part of me that would... I've never... I have Tech War on my shelf right now. One of the Tech Wars is on my shelf. Yeah. I've never read it. Uh, I have it for the novelty. (laughs) I got it at a a book sale for like $2. Dude, I got a whole box full of Star Wars novels one time, and uh, I started reading them. Some of them are dumb. Yeah, the uh, the EU for Star Wars was uh, was a little hit or miss. Sometimes There's, it hit hard. Yeah. Sometimes it missed bad. There's ones where I'm like, why didn't you write a book about this? <laughs> anyway, I would love to do a factor fiction podcast. <laughs> nope, total fabrication. Didn't happen. Not this time. Wasn't real. Nope. Don't believe it. <laughs> Nope, you're a dumb as fuck. <laughs> uh, that was a thought experiment I had. Well, the gardens... Uh, I don't know if I want to read this. What is that? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> uh, just I'm gonna fucking just stretch my leg on over that and step onto the next sentence. Uh... May the great creator Babilum watch over you, Rado out. Boy, I'm glad I didn't do this in a Native American voice. Man. Yeah, that would have been wow. that would have been crazy. Rado out here just putting the blanket over the fucking spike trap and being like, it's safe, walk over it. <laughs> Fuck. 
Yeah, was that a trap? Did we? <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I don't think it was a trap. I think Rado had the best intentions in mind. Okay. All right. I believe you. Um, I think that in. Uh, I think M class is gonna last for as long as we both like doing M class, and for. For both of us, uh, we've talked about how it feels like we just started doing it. So I think it's going to be a long time. Yeah, we don't... It's not like work. No. <laughs> it's not it's literally... It's an excuse to hang out every yeah, other week. We're just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, Next M- email. M-Class might change as time goes on. Like, yeah, we might like stop might... doing this if you guys don't send in emails. <laughs> I might change my underwear at some point. Look, just because I wear my lucky M-Class underwear and I've never for four years washed them or changed them doesn't mean I'm gross. Um, I mean, he said it, so it has to be true. Yeah, everyone's... It's definitely true. I heard it on the internet, so it's definitely true. If you're anything like me, you believe everything you hear, and that's true. Um... There w- there might come a time when Josh and I just get tired of doing M-Class, but I feel like we would just do something else then... Yeah, there's other things to talk about, right? Uh, I think there will always be a Jeff and Josh podcast available to you guys. Yeah. Uh, and I think it will be M-Class for a very, very long time. I agree. Next email, please. Next email is from Yakub. And, uh, well, it's... Uh, we can't do next email for the moment. Because uh, Josh is disconnected from me. What happened? And it says we're connected again, but I can't hear him. I can hear you. Okay, now we're back from those unscheduled messages we we went to, we threw it to. What happened? I don't know. I could hear you that whole time. I was so confused. I couldn't hear you the whole time. That'll be a I fun s- fucking weird moment for everybody in this podcast. I'm not editing it out. It. I'm totally not, not editing it out. It's uh, I, We're doing it live. I handled it. We got it. We're back. <laughs> What's Same. the next email? Email is from Yakub, uh, and it's titled Paranormal Activity. So here we are. Uh, it's a very long again. email. Uh, this is sent to us at 4.10 p.m. on the ju- June 12th. Oh, we're doing that, huh? Okay. <laughs> it was July 12th, but all right. <laughs> July 12th. That's the month we're in right now. Yeah. Uh, do you think Fox Mulder would take the COVID vaccine? That's the email. Oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Well, I don't think... He's not anti-science. No, he's not, but he is, like, a raving lunatic conspiracy theorist who doesn't he trust pro- the government. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does the government have to do with the vaccine? They're the ones that did the rollout of the vaccine and had the guy on the oh, TV Oh, they're the ones that us. put the chips in it. Yeah, that's they right. put the, the magnet in it that makes yeah, that's stuff why my stick sk- to your skin. Oh, skin's magnetic now, yeah. Yeah, I think um, he would. He's he's not... I don't know. Fox Mulder's not, like, a QAnon guy. He's just thinks true. aliens exist. Well, the thing about Fox Mulder as well is that he usually just walked, at, like, ass backwards into a bad situation and it would happen to him and then yeah. he would be paranoid about it afterwards. Yeah, he, he he's kind of like, like the guy who opens Pandora's box, right? Yeah. Like, he's just curious about what's in the box and then it turns out that, like... Opening the box ruins your life, right? Yeah, it turns out that opening the box uh, makes stuff stick to your skin. <laughs> it makes you magnetic <laughs> and makes aliens stick to you. Um, yeah, I think Mulder would take the COVID vaccine. Yeah, he's not an idiot. Um, I think the uh, the 
the lone gunman would not take it. One of them wouldn't. It would be uh, the small guy. Yeah, the small guy would not take it, and he he'd would like, die ah, from it. There's a magnet in it. <laughs> yeah, he'd be, yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert, they're dead anyway. Oh, no. They had their own TV show for a while. Did they you know? did. That show had two spinoffs. Millennium was another spinoff. I didn't know that was a spinoff. It was. He was in one of the episodes, the Millennium guy. I never watched Millennium. I didn't either. I don't know what it's about. It's like, kind of like, I think it's aliens or maybe it's ghosts. (laughs) Did you know that Connor McCloud is in the first episode of the Highlander TV show? (laughs) Connor McCloud. Yeah. um, The real Highlander. Christopher Lambert. Lambert. I didn't know that, but I think we talked about this, and somebody said that, yeah, he shows up and he's like, you're the Highlander now, my friend. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. That's, I didn't know that, because I haven't watched that show in 30 years. Uh, I think we literally talked about it on the last email, and I'm just, I, that's why I referenced it, because I thought it would be stupid to bring it up twice. It's not. (laughs) It's never stupid to bring up Highlander, Conan the Barbarian, Lord of the Rings, or Fox Mulder. That's true. Fox Mulder's sweet, but Jillian uh, G- Anderson in any situation is good. Did you know she's British now? <laughs> um, yeah, I I read that she was like born in England and raised there for a while, but she like put on an American accent for. So acting. she was British. Yeah. And I think she just she just like spent so long doing an American accent that it became that. So now she's doing oh. a fake British accent. Did you have friends who would go like study abroad and then they'd come back with an accent? Was that a thing that you experienced? Uh, no, I didn't experience that. But my mother-in-law lived in England for like three years, and she came yeah. back with a little bit of an accent, which was weird because she has like the most likes, like y'all want some sweet tea, like Southern <laughs> accent. Your mother-in-law's Trip Tucker? Yeah. Damn. No, after every bad thing I said about Trip Tucker, she is not Trip Tucker. <laughs> she, uh... Um, she, came this- by, she came back with this weird, like, amalgam of, like, southern yeah. sweet tea swiller and, like, British regular tea swiller. You know what's really weird? She came back talking like Christopher Lambert. I am the Highlander. There can only there be, can be one. There can be only one. Uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I like how some people watch the new Mortal Kombat and they're like, I never thought I'd say this, but I miss White Raiden. Dude, he's great because he's like goofy in that movie, right? He's like weird. He, he's like high-fiving people and shit. And you're like, what the I, fuck? The, the original Mortal Kombat movie knew what it was a hell of a lot yeah. more than the new one. Yeah. The original is, like, a underrated classic. I it's, love that it's movie. It's, like, it knows that it's goofy as fuck yeah. and it plays into it. Yeah. It's, like, it's mostly like, a comedy movie. Yeah, the, like, when he drops that uh, fucking autograph picture, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just out of left field. You're like, but it's believable enough. You're like, yeah, sure, fuck sure. it. It works in this universe. Yeah, it works. What's that next email? I'm giving you um, two in a row, Special right? dispensation to do two in a row. <laughs> special... Uh, this email is from Austin L. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's titled, Bald Boys Aerodynamically Designed for Your Pleasure. Ooh. Well, that's that's uh, right up my alley. I'm a bald boy. I'm headed there. 
he says, Dear Wet Hot Trek Boys of Summer. Great movie. It's a sexy-ass email. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Starting out good. So last episode, y'all went on a tangent about going bald. Josh laying down the hard truth to our younger audience about accepting your fate, but also not giving a fuck. True, true, true. And Jeff saying uh, he was fighting off shaving his head to prevent the show from becoming yet another podcast with two white, bald, bearded male hosts. True. True, yes. I have enough hair left that, like, I've got the spot in the back, but it's mostly alright otherwise, but... uh, Oh, that's how it starts. Yeah. I wanted to chime in and say, that's the realest shit. I don't know if it just comes with the territory of the kind of media we all consume, but white, bald, bearded dudes in their 30s are everywhere. Glasses included, like, 80% of the time. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Our eyesight is shitty, because we don't hunt animals anymore. (laughs) That's the thing, is, like, the reason why there are so many white, bald dudes in their 30s is because you fucking lose your hair in your 30s, and you don't have any choice. Yeah, and a lot of, like, uh, white people lose their hair. Like, it just is the way it goes, because of European descent or whatever, right? You lose your hair, and, like, we were... Josh and I were talking about earlier, is, like, you have to... There are some people who can really pull off being, like, bald with no facial hair. Yeah. But most people can't. Like, it's no. it's not a great look for most people. Like, I immediately think of Joe Rogan, who looks yeah. like an infected big toe. Well, he, he, he looks like that because he is one, but true, also true, true, true. He's, he's the size of a big toe. Like, he's tiny. Right? <laughs> So he's got that, like, I need to prove that my penis works because I'm a small, small boy. Yeah, like, I'm a strong, strong man. I go, yeah. I go to the gym. I, I, I'm, I yeah. smoke weed with billionaires. Yeah, we do MDMA, and it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That should that needs to be a shirt. We should sell that to fucking like lunkheads where it says MDMA and MMA and it's got a <laughs> fist in the middle that's like holding MDMA. No, here it is. Here it is. It's we just rip off the meme like everybody else does on Earth, right? And we do the predator handshake and it's the MDMA MMA. <laughs> and some cartoon of Joe Rogan is somewhere, some doing something. Sell it straight to lunkheads. Probably, yeah. Can we make one that's in the tap out font, but it says M class? Jesus fuck! I don't. I. I feel like my insides are coming up through my throat to my outsides. Just thinking about that. Hey, tap out or not? Which which one do you? Yeah, which you don't should you be tap? doing? You don't want to tap out, right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but beards, like, I, I don't have a very, like, <laughs> strong chin game, right? Oh, so yeah. I, I need a beard to, like, make it be like I have a chin. I'm lazy. Yeah, also, shaving fucking sucks. Uh, I've gotten to the point where, like, my beard has decided that uh, it's gonna grow a hundred times faster yeah. than uh, any other hair on anybody else's body. So well, like, yeah. I'll I'll trim my beard and then by the end of like four days it's exactly where it was before. It's crazy. I mean that fits in with the losing your hair thing too. Like you hit a certain age and your body just goes fucking crazy, dude. Like it's true. Uh, like, shit 
grows fast and falls out. That's the way it goes. My beard's kind of always been like that, though. Like, when I just, uh, when I wanted to be clean shaven, like, when I first, like, high school and when I first got to college, I had to shave every day. Yeah. And, like, I would still have a five o'clock shadow by, like, two in the afternoon. I don't think I could grow a beard until my 20s. Like, early 20s, I started to grow a beard. Uh, it definitely then, became harder to stay clean shaven in my early 20s. Like, it was fairly easy up until then. Well, the depression of not being able to do anything really kicked started the beard for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't even get out of bed, so, like, I'm not going to, like, go shave. What, are you, what sure. am I, the King England? Absolutely. There's more email. You want to read it? Me to read it? Yeah, I'd like that. Being aware of the stereotype had been a big issue for me. I started losing my hair when I was 17, was full-on shaving my head by 19, and have been bald, a bald beardy boy ever since. It wasn't a problem for a while as I was gifted with a big old dome that looks good shaven. I feel like I have that too, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you do. You look good bald. I look like Telly Savalas, but hotter. Who loves you, baby? Who loves you, baby? But as my fellow 80s kids got older and balder, I started feeling like my style was getting cramped. My solution? Getting fucking swole! <laughs> yeah! Or at least swole up until the pandemic times uh, where gyms turned into COVID factories. Yep. Really, though, the best advice was... Uh, the best advice of all was what Josh said, just don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's the, the best really advice way. for a lot of shit. Anyway, 100% unrelated. Were any of you fans of the show Insomniac with David Tell? Yes, I love that show. I actually love that show a lot. I found my old stack of recorded VHSs the other day while cleaning out a storage shed at my folks' house. They even have the old late-night commercial... Oh, fuck yeah, commercial segments. Oh, that's awesome. Stuff like Miss Cleo and Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> oh, man. Chrome-dumly yours, Austin Al aboard the USS... Homer, did you just polish your head in the shino ball? <laughs> yeah, no, um, I love that show. That was such a great show. I there there is debate, and I'm the only one on one side of this debate that uh, I am in an episode of Insomniac with David yeah? Hill on Comedy Central. Really? Uh, there, there's an episode where he went to Charleston, West Virginia. And uh, he was, because there are a shit ton of bars in Charleston, yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. And he always starts the show in the evening doing, like, normal tourist things. And then yeah, he, he goes, yeah. Um, and he's standing across the street from the movie theater. And he's, like, making fun of, like, something that's showing at the movie theater. And right. there's a line out the door. And one of the kids is facing away and looks just like me and is wearing a striped shirt that I always wore all the time. It's you. It's got to be you, right? And I thought that was me. And uh, everyone I've I ever showed it to when I was a kid, which you know I took a fucking like photo with a little disposable camera of the screen. <laughs> I would show it to I would show it to people and they'd be like, "That's not you. He's too big." Because I was like a little kid at the time. Yeah. And they were like, no, it's not it. you. You're too big. I believe everything I hear on the internet, so I believe it's you. <laughs> I just believe it. I don't Every believe it was me, actually. So. I do. <laughs> You're wrong. It was you. Our next email. <laughs> 
a lot of good points are brought up in that um, a lot of a lot of folks lose their hair and like society is extremely unkind to people who lose their yeah, hair. Yeah, think think about it this way though too where we said people were like stealing your your thunder and stuff from somebody who's always been ahead of the curve by 20 years take it as a compliment. Also, we see a lot a lot of different people now in a lot of different ways, more oh, yeah. so than we ever have before. Absolutely. It's always been like this, right? Like the thing the thing about bald with beard and especially with glasses is that it's actually a pretty good look. Yeah, it's timeless. And, and like a lot of people, you know, you have to do that at a certain point. There, yeah. There's no getting around it. I mean, think about people in, like, the fucking, like, Roman times. Like, if they lost their hair, they just would be like, whatever. And their hair would just look shitty. Because, yeah. like, they couldn't go cut it, right? Like, where would you and go to do now that? Now you can. You can now just you can shave just, it off. Yeah, you got a machine that does it for you. And, I mean, that's where I'm headed. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm holding on to what hair I got for now. It looks fine. When it starts looking not fine, it's coming off. That's what started <laughs> happening to me. It just started to get, it was too much. Too yeah, much work. Exactly. Like, uh, right now, it's mostly fine. I don't really have a problem with it, but, like, I'm I'm on a bullet train towards head shaved with beard and glasses, so... Welcome to the club, my friend. Um, at that point, I guess one of us will wear a hat in all the art, and the other one won't, and we'll I just trade off. Hats. I always wear hats, anyway. Um, I always wear hats as well, and I'm not even bald yet. <laughs> There used to be that myth that, that people would be like, if you wear a hat, you're going to go bald. It's like, no, you're going to go bald because your fucking DNA is going to make you go bald. It's fully genetic. Um, yeah. Although, like, there are some medicines that can make you go bald as well. Like, uh, what? Like, like if you take, if you take um, way too much uh, antibiotics... Oh, uh, it makes you go bald? It can thin your hair out. Is there testosterone in it or something? Is that... I forget what caused it, but that's like what know. what I thought thinned my hair to begin with. Look, you and I are going bald because we're just fucking bulls of men with testosterone and semen pumping through our veins. Look, if you if you couldn't tell that from listening to us, yeah. we are the manliest men. I it's all football and beer yeah. and chewing through trees like fucking wild animals yeah. we are the real life angry beavers i every day i go outside and i make a bow and arrow out of a stick and i hunt for my food and then i fuck myself because i'm so hot and i'm a man <laughs> man 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 <laughs> i'm such a manly man that i only fuck men that's right that's right <laughs> takes a real man to fuck another man that's true <laughs> It um, is. Our next email mm-hmm. is from Lieutenant Fresh Rye, and it's entitled The Sincerest Form of Flattery. Oh, hi there, Trek Boys! Trek Boys! I gots to know. What Star Trek homage or parody do you think is the best? Personally, I love the Dexter's Lab short where Dexter and two friends who have never shown up before <laughs> go to a sci fi convention, but instead end up at a Barbie collector con yeah. instead. That's a good one. Like that's Future, a good episode. Futurama is always really good about its Star Trek parodies. Yeah, Futurama rules. Uh, Galaxy Quest rules. Galaxy Quest is my favorite Star Trek parody. It's, that's got to be the best, right? Like it is hand, so good. Hands down. 
Um, yeah. Uh, what other show? I mean, God, like everything's done it, right? Simpsons has done it, obviously. Absolutely. Um, it's tough because a lot of the parody is done in sort of a making fun of dorks kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Not so much from a loving place. Like, the Dexter's Lab has a little bit of that, like, poking fun at dorks, but you can tell the people who wrote that love sci-fi and they love Star Trek. Yeah, because it becomes, like, a Star Trek episode, right? Because yeah. they're like, what is this? And they're, like, scanning the Barbies and shit. <laughs> they're, like, on the Barbie planet. Yeah. Barbie collector yeah. planet, trying to find their way home. They pretend they're beaming in and their Dexter's mom just, like, drops them <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, have fun! Dexter's oh, mom man. with the fattest ass. She was she was uh, carrying a dump truck Woo! for sure, <laughs> carrying a fatty boom batty. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. I don't know. I like the Simpsons when they do the the, the wrestling convention. And they're like, the dr- the robots from Battlestar Galactica fight the gay robots from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are pretty good answers. Yeah. Galaxy Quest is the be-all, end-all, though. Like, I can, I can hardly think of anything else because Galaxy Quest so perfectly encapsulates, like, a Star Trek homage. Yeah, it's like a... It's a, it's a perfect movie because it's its own movie, but it's also obviously like a spoof but it tricks you because it's not really a spoof it's like spoofing inside of a spoof right yeah absolutely it's it's cleverly done there is a bit in the invincible comic that i was super glad to see made it into the cartoon what was it where um like something like an alien will like be attacking earth or something and they'll like throw it into space yeah. And then it like cuts to like a million space bajillion light years away and like a crew of aliens that's obviously supposed to be like the Enterprise. Yeah. Like the TOS Enterprise just with a bunch of aliens and like the body of the dude he threw will like hit the windshield <laughs> of their ship. <laughs> it always makes me laugh because it happens like every time. <laughs> Dude, I love shit like that. I love just random ass shit like that. Uh, oops, gotta run. I have to record an episode of my new podcast, Rider Club Radio, where I review the works of 90s teen heartthrob, Rider Strong. <laughs> That's fucking clever. I think we may have made that joke on the show, but there's no way you've listened to every episode of that horse shit. Rider Strong from The Boy Meets World. Yeah, and from Cabin Fever. Oh, I saw Cabin Fever in the movie theater with my then-girlfriend, who was writing for the, uh, her college's newspaper as a movie reviewer, and we laughed the entire movie. <laughs> it was us in the theater and, like, two other people. It was, like, 11 a.m. in the morning. And I remember just looking at her and being like, this is the funniest movie ever made. I don't it's, know if... It's it, terrible. It's I, so dumb, but it's um, it's so funny. Regards, Lieutenant Freshry, Chief Ferengi Body Inspector aboard the USS Chattahoochee. Ferengi body inspector, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I don't we'll know circle back that. around to that. I don't know if it's a like good that. joke or not. <laughs> <laughs> put, put a dog ear that. We'll do that later. What's that next email, Josh? Is it is it uh, Fedco's email? Yeah, oh. Fedco. 
Okay, this one is an apology email. You know we love those. We love it when we get apologized to. This was uh, sent to us uh, July 13th at 3.50. It's just going to be a mystery when people sent the other ones. I'm not telling you. Yeah, you have to figure it out for yourself. <laughs> uh, it says, hey Jeff, hey Josh, this email was sent zero seconds ago by me right now. Hey! It's a thing! It was, it was sent 23 hours yeah. ago, you dumb dumb. It's almost at the 24-hour mark. We're almost there. It's 325 right now. That's uh, true. I'm going to apologize for real about the Ruby Tuesdays thing and not pick a fight or make any back in the remarks about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which Star Trek race do you think has the hardest time giving a sincerely apologetic apology? Uh, my rankings of worst apologizers, worst to best, is far beyond the end of this email. Don't read it uh, and become biased, uh, Fedco. Okay, it's there's. I already looked at one of them. <laughs> uh, well, it's got to be like Ferengi, right? Like Ferengi never sincerely apologize for anything. Yeah, Ferengi won't would never because it's always a part of their plot, right? Even if it's not, they're just like, ah, it's my opportunity for absolutely. Life. Cardassians, yeah, yeah Cardassians, Romulans, Benzites, because they are like literal. They're like, uh, they're like Draxes, right? They don't, they yeah. don't have like subtlety or whatever. What uh, who else? Humans, human beings. Humans are pretty bad at it. Yeah, <laughs> not um, like Fedco. No, He's really Fedco's good really good at it. Yeah, um, Vulcans would probably be fairly good at it. They'd just be like, oh, it's logical. Okay. I feel like they would be bad at it. Because it would require, like, an emotional... Yeah, because it's emotions, component. right? And they'd be like, why would I apologize? It's a waste of time, right? I think uh, Vulcans apologize quite often in the show, though. Where they're like, oh, apologies, Captain. I uh, didn't Maybe because we're just so fucking pathetic and crybabies. They they learned how to... <laughs> they knew make how to coddle better. us correctly. Yeah. Yeah, like we need special like nipples to suck on because we don't like the taste of the milk or whatever. Um, Fedco's list is pretty good. Uh, car- from worst to best. Yeah. Is this really worst to best? Yeah. Yeah, worst to best. Cardassians, mm-hmm. humans, yeah. Vulcans, Bajorans, uh-huh. Klingons, Ferengi. Tholians, L-O-L-J-K, <laughs> Borg, question mark, question mark, question mark, and uh, <laughs> Neelix is the best apologizer. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Well, I think Fedco should be on this near the top of the worst apologizer. Yeah, between Cardassians and yeah. humans. Because it here. says, sorry, not sorry. That's a terrible apology. Uh, I guess my my response to this email is one of the auto-generated Gmail responses. Uh, no problem, I understand. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for the heads up. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> no worries. Uh, thanks for the heads up. Uh, thanks for that email, Fedco. That was a good uh, email. That was a good email. Terrible um, apology. Great email. It's, it's a little backhanded at the end there, but I th- we still appreciate it. It started out strong with a real apology, and then it then you said sorry, then a couple of spaces, not sorry, and I got really confused. It just hurt me. It just hurt my heart. <laughs> Are you hurting my friend? <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking hurting my friend right now? 
Uh, believe it or not, this is the last email of the evening. Oh my um, god. We're 35 minutes into the podcast and we're already almost done. That's that's fine. <laughs> it's all got to be near an hour for some reason. <laughs> Why did you decide that in your head? I don't know. I, I guess because Writer Club Radio had the hard cut of an hour. Like, it had to end uh, at one hour. I, I mean, I listen to podcasts that are like 30 minutes, 20 minutes sometimes even. Yeah. It's fine. Um... The thing is, like, if we keep getting, like, four emails, three emails, we can just do it at the end of M-Class. Yeah, we'll it just would, do it then. And uh, M-Class email wouldn't exist, and then people would be mad at me again. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they'd send a bunch of emails, and then they would all be apology emails for them getting mad at you. Yeah, except Fedco. Except Fedco, who's terrible. He'd be terrible. like, sorry, not sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Which is the cool way to say go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's a passive aggressive way to say go fuck yourself. Our last email is of course from David S. As always. Oh hell yeah. It's entitled Kid Problems. Mm-hmm. Which uh, that's technically what the Squire of Gothos was about. Yeah. It begins, Well hip hip hooray and tally ho down <laughs> if it ain't my favorite Trek boys, the Trek boys. Trek boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I missed y'all talking about the origin story of Electric Void Stomp, a group of void rat finks who tear the house down with nothing but their pads and a bunch of old scrap. (laughs) It just makes you want to tear a vent panel off the wall and play it like a washboard. (laughs) Well, I wish I was in any mood to play music, but after last week I finally realized that silence is gold-pressed. You see, my cousin Gothos Brooks... (laughs) (laughs) that's smarter than anyone will ever know jesus fucking christ unless there's a chris Gaines joke in here somewhere that's as as high as it goes that's as high as it goes yeah you see my cousin gothos brooks is a famous post-country musician and had to travel for a gig problem is mrs gothos brooks has condensation therapy whatever that is (laughs) So he sends me a subspace message faster than a goose-stepping alien who just heard a German name. (laughs) Anyway, anyhow, he asked me to watch his fart of a brat for a few days. Says he'll pay me in Klingon barbecue, so I weren't about to say no. Oh, targ me? Oh. Next day, I come home from a hard day harvesting all them photon apples and find a damn Napoleon in my quarters. (laughs) Soon as I walk in, he's tickling the ivories of a harpsichord so fast, I swear it cracked a smile. <laughs> oh my God. This grown-ass man summons a cowboy hat and a damn pony and starts riding around my quarters knocking shit over, saying, Oh, howdy, Uncle DS. Get along, little doggy. I can spit further in a far-off polecat on the 4th of July. I tell you what, oh I reckon God. I'd like a catfish redneck barbecue. <laughs> Not sounding anything like that, I tell his rowdy ass, boy, if you don't settle down, Bonaparte will be described what I do to you. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) He starts trying to act like he's just been pulling my leg the whole time, and he has me set to a dinner he's made for me. It tastes like matter, just like everything else you meatbags eat. You're welcome. (laughs) I just about had it. But before I can send this clown to bed, he warps me to the damn harpsichord and tells me to play some. 
I try and stand up, but he's got me on a seat like yellow on a Sulabon. Jesus Christ. David S. getting a little racy here. <laughs> no, I ain't never even seen a harpsichord in my damn life, but now I know what it's even called and how to play a jazz rendition of Faith of the Heart. <laughs> It's horrifying to suddenly have an itch that can only be scratched by a five-minute jazz solo before the last chorus of a song you ain't never heard. (laughs) I basically dissociated after that and only really remember (laughs) Gothos picking up old Tree Lane. Tree painting my ass more like. (laughs) But... Boys, you ever had to endure an annoying child? What did they do and how did you handle it? I think... Almost every child is annoying. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree with I this. I can't stand the noises children make. Like, I don't like children, and I don't want to have them. I Like, kids are fine or whatever, but, like, like my family... Sounds like they're not fine. <laughs> well, my family, like, owns a store, and they come in, and the parents suck, and they don't, like, tell their kids to shut the fuck up, right? Yeah. So they just scream, and, like, I can't, I can't do the screaming. I can't. Oh, yeah. Every time I've ever been in public, I've been annoyed by children. Yeah, I was uh, buying a Predator figure the other day at Target at the self-checkout. And this kid with his mom was in the self-checkout next to me. The kid was like six, five, maybe. He was really little. And he, uh, I could tell he was looking at me. And I'm like doing my thing. And he's like, is that a Fortnite figure? And he asked me. And I was like, "Uh, no, it's from a movie called The Predator. And his mom looks at me. And is, like, pissed that I spoke to her precious baby child. What the fuck? Yeah. He, he fucking started it. So, and, and, like, this kid's not wearing a mask. She's not wearing a mask. This kid's... Idiots. Yeah. Five. He's not vaccinated, right? Like, he's a little kid. Like, and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you, lady. So, I don't know. Kids he, suck. He asked, lady. It's mostly parents' fault, right? Yeah, They're the yeah. ones who fucking suck. Yeah. But, um... We have these plants out in front of our house, uh, or our townhouse anyway. Like, we get this little tiny front yard. Yeah. And we have, like, plants down on a planter down one side of it. And uh, I swear to you, yeah. there's no other reason this could be. We went on a walk the other day, and we noticed that there is a bite mark in the leaf of one of the plants. A kid bit your leaf. And it is a human bite mark. And it is like a tiny human bite mark. Well, you know what you have to do. Check the dental records. Get to the bottom of this. <laughs> and I was just like, why in the fuck would you come into our yard and bite our plant? The thing is, kids are dumb as shit. Like the, thing, the weirdest part is every other house in our neighborhood has that same plant in the front yard. Is, was dude, the kid just going around taking a fucking chunk out of all of them for he's, lunch? He thought he was at the salad bar. Salad bars <laughs> have been closed since COVID. He needed to go. <laughs> and, like, people in this neighborhood have, like, no fucking consideration for, like, there's a sidewalk and then there's my yard. Yeah. Because uh, I'll look out the front window and, like, a mother and her daughter were standing in our fucking flower bed. I will never understand people's... Like, I get like, it. I don't. I'm not like get off my fucking right. property. Get out of my swamp. Like I don't fucking care. <laughs> get out of my swamp, you crazy kids. But like all I could think about is like if I stood in their front yard, the cops would show up. Yeah, because like, everybody else is entitled to things, but you're not. That's the way it works yeah. now. Everybody's entitled, 
and uh, fuck you. That's that's what I can tell, as far as I can like, tell. Like, the Let's, little girl is digging a hole in our flower bed. Th- there's no flowers in it right now, thankfully. And her mom is just standing there watching her. You should have ran, ran out and been like, My perennials! <laughs> I just, I like, opened the curtain and I shut it. Because I was like, oh, they're going to think I'm peeping at them. And then I was like, it's wait, your they're yard. in my fucking yard. It's your yard. Yeah, fuck and, that shit. Uh, they were out there for like 10 minutes. What are and they then, doing? Like, I don't know. Then they walked away. And I, I didn't see them go into anybody else's yard. Is that the girl that bit your leaf? Has to be. Has to be. A little girl. Fucking, I'm going to bring her down. She's going straight to jail. Judge Wapner, I submit into evidence this child's first dental exam where I can match the teeth marks on the leaf. The leaf is suing for trauma. <laughs> in the form. I should have just fucking burst out the door with my fucking shotgun old Betsy. <laughs> Get out of my goddamn swamp. Dude, you're going to bust old Betsy out? That's crazy. You were pissed. <laughs> yeah, all kids suck. Yeah, fuck kids, dude. Unless I mean, you a, if you're listening you know, to this and you you have a kid, your kid's fine. Your kid's great. But yeah, but otherwise all kids suck. All the other kids are stupid. Well, I got to clean up around here before Mary Susan Sally Mae Nagilam gets back from that CompuMirror boot camp or conference or whatever. They say the latest models can make food taste like chicken. <laughs> Still finding pony hairs in the couch, David S. <laughs> oh, that's the best one. That is the best David I S. I laughed really hard at the fucking. It tastes just like matter. <laughs> All of it, man. Fucking Gothos Brooks is the smartest joke. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yo, Suleban, can we talk about how their skin is Nickelodeon Floam? Oh, yeah, it is. Holy shit. They were like, yo, put Floam on this guy. <laughs> remember Floam? I do remember Floam, and they are just yellow Floam. Is it really? Uh, it has to be. Look at it. It, it, it. it looks exactly like Floam. Or some kind of dried Floam. Maybe like a turf, like some kind of matting. I don't know. Just imagine if you went to, like, your first job at, like, you're like, man, I fucking love Star Trek. They're going to put me on Star Trek as an alien in this new series yeah. called Voyager. And they just fucking crack open some mint-conditioned Nickelodeon floam. Yeah. Just... Well, there's, like, a vat of it, and they're, like, crowbarring it open, and they're like, ah, good thing Nickelodeon doesn't need this anymore. We got a good deal on this stuff. Something about giving people chemical burns. <laughs> I really love the idea that they have to open one package at a time. And they, they have to use like six of them there's to cover like your head. There's like a pile of phloem, whatever they came in, like jars or whatever. I never got any of that stuff because like my parents were good and they realized that it was garbage. And they're like, we're not buying you this. Yeah, uh, it's, I like I said a million times, Like I grew up super poor. My parents aren't going to buy me extra garbage to throw yeah. away. It's literally stuff that makes A, a mess, and B, well, just, it's trash. It's fucking garbage, right? You're going to be able to play with it, like, twice before it's full of, like, hair oh, and dirt and shit. Oh, sick. I hate it. Uh, that's literally all the emails we got. We probably could have just done this at the end of the last episode. That was the best episode we ever did. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, we're past the 45-minute mark, which was what the last one was. Yeah, we're doing great. We're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's great. 
Josh's positivity comes out in M class email Look, every time we get less than the Zoloft emails. is kicking in. All right, <laughs> we're doing great. Uh, M class email is brought to you by no one this month. <laughs> Become a uh, patron and bring it to us. Yeah, let's... actually, I guess it's brought by the patrons. Yeah, thank you guys. They're the real sponsors. You know what I mean? Yeah, head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast where for as little as a dollar a month you get access to behind-the-scenes post wallpapers and a Discord full of your fellow Trek boys. For five bucks? Trek boys! You for five bucks, you could have heard this email last week. You yeah, could have heard this already, show last week. You could have already laughed at all the hilarious bullshit we talked about. By the time you're, you, the regular audience, is hearing this, everybody already has all the cool inside jokes. Oh my god, you are just now listening to M-Class emails? What a loser. That's what they're saying about you. That's what they're saying around the water cooler and the, <laughs> lo- ch- the lo- children's lockers. They're saying that this dude is a fucking loser. That's what they're saying at the lunch counter about you. They're saying, can you believe that this dude only listened to M-Class email today? If he would have just put down $5, he could have listened to it last week like we did yeah. and known all the secret Gothos Brooks jokes. Also known about the phloem tips that we got. That's true. Everybody's head is covered in phloem. <laughs> now, do become a patron of ours and keep our shows on the air. The reason why we do M-Class Email is because we have such a great time, but it's because of patrons, that, just like you, that we get to do it at all. So, yeah, uh, fucking jump on it. Jump on it. Jump, jump on, on it. Jump on it. Oh, man. Uh, also, head over to uh, M-Class Podcast on Twitter, at M-Class Podcast, and you can find all of these links including a listing of every episode we've covered of Star Trek and links to those episodes to listen to us at mclasspodcast.com. <laughs> it's the perfect place if you've ever wanted to suggest us a collection to make sure we haven't already watched the episode. Yeah, you can check uh, our back order, backlisting, backlog. That's the word I got there. Backlog and like it has the name of the ep- it has everything broken into series and it has the names of the episodes and you click on it and it takes you to SoundCloud to listen to it. Fuck yeah, do that too. Also rate and review us on wherever you want. That's fun. Yeah, we got some new. We've got like two or three ratings from this year that were really exemplary on what uh, iTunes. So we appreciate the fuck out of that. We're at four point nine now. We were at four point eight last year. Oh, we're going up, 4.9. baby. Uh, we still do have one three-star review and two one-star reviews Wait, with did, no text, so I don't know what our problem is. Did we get the three-star review for not playing The Witcher or something? Is uh, we, we got we talked about that. We said The Witcher had two swords. Yeah, and yeah. Somebody didn't like. That. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't they like it? Because he. He does have two swords, right? No, that's the joke we made out of it. Like, oh. the person said that we spoiled The Witcher, but like, oh, neither right. of us had seen it at that point, so I don't know how we spoiled. It. Oh, the show? Oh, yeah. No, we didn't watch it yet. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. No. Yeah, I get because we said he had two swords. That was the spoiler, right? Yeah. 
because like we hadn't watched the show to spoil it yet, so we were both very confused about how he spoiled it. We got an email from that person later. Yeah, I forget. Who what. didn't explain what he meant by that at all? He yeah. just said, "I'm the one who left that." Anyway, bye. He was mad. He was mad about that uh, we talked about it. Maybe I look. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he write was, whatever he you was want. apologetic in the email, but he did not change his his score. <laughs> Or maybe he did, actually. And I can find that out live and on air by going... Let's go on a fucking adventure. Mclasspodcast.com. Put him on the list of bad apologizers. And then you go to... You click on iTunes. It'll take you straight to fucking iTunes. You scroll down. You see customer reviews. Yeah. And it's the third one. And he changed it to five stars. Yay! We love you again! (laughs) Hey, Haggard, the true hero of the story. Uh, we we have we have some two star reviews and one and some one star reviews. What did we do wrong? I don't know. Uh, we just no one, there's no just, text in those reviews. We're just annoying. People just hate us. Right. Yeah, That's I cool. would. I get it. I hate <laughs> me too. Uh, the only reason we like this podcast is because we love each other. It's very narcissistic because we're like the same. Did you know that uh, on iTunes there are two hundred episodes? All together now. Why? M class. From emails too? It's email and regular M class. 200 episodes we've done. We're exactly. Like the Simpsons of shows. It's our shit is yellow. It is. <laughs> like a Sulaban. <laughs> Just like, oh no. Yellow like a Flomey Sulaban. Oh jeez. We got a new thing to be racist against. It should be Trek bigoted against. <laughs> Dude, you think Sulaban's like after they eat a big meal, they go and they sit on their Sulaban couch and they go, Ah, I'm so flowy right now. <laughs> like undo their space belt. Uh, so we got two reviews this year. Do you want to read them? I am going to read them. One of them is from M. Herdman, five stars, on um, 620. Nice. Not long ago at all. That's the sex number. It's, it's entitled Hilarious Podcast for Everyone. Ooh. You'll have a good time whether you're a Star Trek fan or not. These guys have a great sense of humor and rapport and also happen to be really fun to listen to. However, thanks to Josh's scatological humor, you may want to keep this one away from your dear sweet grandma. (laughs) Grandma poops herself every day. She knows about it. (laughs) And our other one is from uh, JME, and it's entitled Here to Stay. Five stars. 5.02.2021. 5.02.2021. Nice. Finally, a Star Trek podcast I actually enjoy. I wandered over here from, oh shit, had a home video on YouTube, hey! and I have no regrets. Some hey, cross-pollination. Home. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Go check out Hat Home Home Video. He hasn't sponsored this month, but that his show fucking rules. It's great, yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you want us to read your review on the air, fucking leave one. Yeah, we'll read it. <laughs> Fucking do it. And uh, that might be like a segment we can do at the end of uh, M-Class Email is like, you know, give a little bit of reviews you guys have given. Yeah. We'd fucking love that. And just stop yelling at us about The Witcher. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about The the Bitcher. What is I that? Know. I thought that it was coming out this month, but it's December? Did yeah, it get- it's December. I thought it was coming out this month. Why did I think that? Did I make I have, that up? I don't. I think you made that up because they like just said it was coming out. Did my in girlfriend December. tell me that? Or like, why did I think this? Why am I 
You read it on the internet, so you were like, that's Oh, true. that's what it was. That's, you know what? That's what it was. Somebody was like, Bigfoot told me. And I was like, like the Damn. Witcher's coming out this month. Bigfoot knows. He works he at Netflix. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Thank you for all the emails. Thanks, Thank- everyone. And uh, we'll be back in another week with more M-Class goodness. So bye-bye. Bye. It's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time since that last rich master's tale. Pitch it or ditch it's from Boston John. I need to catch my fix of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice and Josh talking about dicks on M-Class email I swear there's never an in M-Class email it's always been singular that's M-Class email don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail. It's M-Class. It's M-Class. M-Class email.